Hello and welcome to the Twinning Mommy Chronicles podcast. I am your host, Dee Brown. For those of you that are returning, Happy New Year! This is the first episode of 2021. Thank you so much for staying on the journey with me, a journey that started August of 2020, and now here we are in the new year. And for those of you that are just finding me for the first time, you can go ahead and get caught up on everything that we talked about in 2020. But this is the very first episode of the new year. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Feel free to grab your hot beverage and get cozied up in your favorite spot. Or if this is just a soundtrack while you get your busy work done, I certainly welcome you to get everything you can get done while I sit here and encourage you and just share with you some of my life's happenings in an effort to help you see the twin mom in you too. Now, I am a wife of eight years to a fantastic husband, and I am also the mom to twin daughters that are four years old. But when I say twinning, and being a twin mom, I'm not just speaking to moms of children that were born on the same day. I am speaking to all moms because a few episodes back, I explained that twin is also an acronym for truly walking in novelty. And novelty is defined by being unique and one of a kind. So this is the place where I encourage all twin moms to join my mama nation as we rise up with the twin mom in all of us, the mom who truly walks in novelty, who walks in being herself and doing things just the way she does them because it works. And so welcome, welcome to everyone. Well, since it is the very first episode of the new year, of course, I'm going into this episode um, giving a little bit of uh, house rules. So first of all, I keep an open door while I record my podcast. So right now you hear paper shuffling, you may hear voices, because I am a full-time stay-at-home mom, and rather than shutting my girls out of the process, I allow them to be a part of it, because they really are the inspiration behind it all. So... This is not a perfect podcast. This is one where I am sharing truly a glimpse of my real everyday life. And so you may hear my real everyday life. I may be interrupted by my real everyday life um, because that's a part of this process. So the second thing that I want to point out is I want to point out that I want to connect with you through social media. So feel free, you can you have a couple ways that you can reach out to me. The anchor app has the ability for you to leave voice messages. If you ever just want to leave a message and let me know what I shared that really stuck with you. Also, I have recently transitioned my Instagram, where on Instagram, you can find me as the Twinning Mommy Chronicles. That is my handle now on Instagram. So that again, through DMs, through uh, my post on my page, 
all of those things we can connect um, because I do want to be able to provide you encouragement during this time together, but I don't want for our community development to be limited to just here. I want to be sure that you know that I am praying with you, that I am agreeing with you for you to get in touch with your inner twin mom and bring that woman out. So I certainly want to be sure to point those things out since it's it's a new year and be sure that I set the tone for how I want us to proceed moving forward. So I don't know about you all, but I have a tendency of doing some same things every single year. And the reason why I do them is because they help me to kind of clear my mind, get focused, Um, really prioritize some of the things that I want to happen within the year. So I have a tendency to either create a vision board or um, journal out, you know, some goals. If I don't do an actual vision board, Um, I have a tendency to go through and sweep out some old things to welcome in the new. Um, I have a tendency to... um, start with some sacrificial things the beginning of the year where I really cut back on my TV and my media and really try to um, be sure that I'm focusing myself internally um, so that I can hear, you know, what what plans, you know, the Lord may be laying on my heart. Um, I start with reading some books. I do a lot of things, you know, the beginning of the year to kind of set a tone. And so... One of the things that I did is not only did I have to go through the girls things because, oh my goodness, listen, I thought because we were in a pandemic, like people were not going to buy gifts for the girls as they had in previous times because, you know, of course, you know, I I figured, you know, just lots of factors have been affected for a lot of people, you know, business and production, but also, you know, just really even being able to prioritize celebrating Christmas. And can I tell you, like these little girls are so loved because, whoa, whoa, like they had so much stuff. And so um, ever since being a mom, I always find that there's two times a year that I have to go through their things. I have to go through them the first of the year and I have to go through them in the summertime. And what's so beautiful about this year and what was so cool is when we were going through their clothes and their books and their toys and just everything that they have, um, they realized that the reason why we go through them is because everybody was not as blessed as them during the Christmas season. And that's part of the reason why we put such emphasis to our girls on taking care of their things, not only so they can get the most out of them, but so that we really do have nice things to be able to pass on to someone else. And so it was really cool going through the things with them um, and not doing it like in an, like in ninja (laughs) form where I do it late at night or before they wake up so they don't realize that things are out of place, but we really did it together. And what was so cool is they actually had things that they felt like someone could be blessed by, so they wanted to get rid of them. How sweet. And so in our home, we don't ask our children or do things 
for our children that we don't do for ourselves. We hold them to the same standard that we hold ourselves to. Therefore, mommy and daddy went through their things. And one of the uh, items that I had to tackle was my shoe and purse closet yesterday. And so I had to tackle that. And in doing so, you know what? It turned out to be like the best 30 minutes with the little girls because as I'm, you know, purging and going through things, they were playing in the shoe closet and trying on shoes, trying on purses. <laughs> like it was just so cute. And I got a couple pictures and a couple videos. I may share them on social media. Um, but I also got some beautiful reminders about parenting in that time that we spent together. So that is what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about um, the parenting realities that resulted from going through mommy's shoe closet. <laughs> so the first point that came out of it is they consider my things their things, which reminded me how I treat this life I've been given sets a tone for how they will also. And it really spoke to me in the sense of it began as, oh, mommy's shoes are so pretty. Oh, her purse is so pretty to when I grow up. <laughs> These are the shoes I'm going to wear to the grocery store <laughs> when I grow up. These are the shoes I'm going to wear to school. And so... They shifted from looking at it as mommy's things to the more comfortable they got with handling my things. They began to take ownership for themselves. And that really spoke to me in leaps and bounds because it reminds me that how I handle my difficulties in life, how I handle my role as a wife and a mom, how I handle conducting business, which is why we have open door policy with the studio. Um, how I approach things is eventually gonna become what they take on as their attitude towards things as well. And thank goodness they came into my life at a point where I realized to take care, like better care of my shoes and, and purses. Um, so my husband would never out me, but I will out myself that when I was working full time and had very early mornings and was stretched very thin, um, all of these shoes and purses that were displayed so beautifully in my closet now, which is also a closet that my husband, he converted a linen closet into my shoe and purse closet. Um, these things used to live in Tupperware bins in the bottom of my closet. And so picture this, a woman who is getting ready for work and has 10 minutes to get out the door, going through a bin, trying to find matching shoes. Oh my gosh. Like it was terrible. It was terrible. And, um, now, like, you know, I am so grateful, <laughs> so grateful that I've gotten some organization to how I care for my things, because um, what speaks to me is that because I care for the things that I have, 
I see that attitude translating to the girls where they also have a particular way of, of setting up their stuffed animals when they make their beds in the morning. Um, I see them taking the same care with those things as what I do with my things. Um, but the shoe closet was such a beautiful reminder of that because even in the way that they see me caring for these material things, they have a belief that just as we can pass down things to people um, because they've been taking good care of them, that they can trust me to be a good steward, that these things will be intact when they want to use them later on in life. And if we take that and move it from the tangible material things to our attitudes and how we approach our day and how we approach our tasks and how we approach our trials. No, we're not going to get it right every single time. And sometimes there are things that truly catch us off guard, but there can also be very beautiful teachable moments in how to allow God's grace to come in and God's strength to, sh to, to come in and allow us to get through things. So the second point, the second thing that stood out to me is, while it is cute to call our children our mini-me's, they are not. They were born with their shoes to fill all their own. And I say that again, because it was adorable to look at them, you know, trying on my shoes, trying on my things, you know, walking around, prancing around in them. And while I hope that they still think that my things are cool one day, um, there's going to come a day where I'm going to remind them of what I wrote in my journal and what I shared on my podcast. Um, you know, Joy, you said that you wanted to wear these green suede pumps, you know, to the grocery store and now they fit you. And she's going to look at me, you know, as all, you know, young women look at their mom one day and say, oh my gosh, I said that. Oh Lord, that's not even my style. Like, I don't even like those. I mean, I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. And that is going to still be a-okay with me because she is going to take things from my journey, from my things, from my experience that suit her purpose. And there are some things that simply are not going to fit her. They're not going to be things that she needs to take into her next season. And so I have to be okay with that. And that's why rather than focusing on them being mini me's, oh, they're so much like me because they do everything like me. Um, I really want to cultivate an atmosphere where they can take what they need and leave the things that don't suit them in the future because God didn't give me to them to parent them to make them carbon copies of me to respond to every situation the way I would he gave them to me because there is something that they can glean from my life but I'm also open enough as a parent to realize that there are things that I'm going to learn through watching them grow and I think that that's the beautiful exchange that I have always been open to um is that I can learn and grow uh, from watching them and allowing them to be their individual selves. Did I fix it? Mm -hmm. All right. She gave me a baby doll. Baby was missing an arm. And uh, yeah, while I was talking to you guys, I, I had to try to get that arm on there. 
So, number three, I have such a gift to be able to guide and train the girls in this season. But the day is coming where I will sit on the sidelines and coach. I thought about it because I think all parents have a tendency to do this where you see your kids trying on your shoes and your things and you think, wow, they're so little in comparison to my things. And then you think forward that one day they really are going to be able to wear that purse without it being the same weight as they are right now. And In thinking about that, I had to think about my parenting in what a gift I've been given that I've been a stay-at-home mom all this time. And I'm guiding, I'm training, I'm sharing the truths of God with them. I am encouraging them. I am challenging them. I'm doing all the things to be sure that they can navigate through. I'm I'm encouraging them to work out their conflicts amongst each other so that they can put a verbal communication to what they feel emotionally. But one day, one day is coming where I will watch these girls, you know, walk in their heels with their purses on, you know, grown women. And I'm just going to be in a position of coaching. And that is going to require for me to cheer them on. And then when they come to the sidelines and they want to get some realignment, I can offer that. And what I wanna really be sensitive about as they get older is that that realignment isn't, well, if it were me, this is what I would do. Um, Because going back to the second point, um, it's been really important to me to not make the girls feel like they have to do what I would do in every scenario. Um, I want to learn how they see the world and how they understand it so that I can speak their language, not force them to speak mine. And so in the coaching, I want them to feel just as open as they do now where she brought me the baby doll because the baby doll's arm popped off. Um, She doesn't run and hide things like that happening from me because I've created an environment where you can make a mistake and come to me and get nurturing as well as the lesson of, okay, you know, however we moved it, however we adjusted it, maybe we don't want to do that again because it, you know, caused the baby's arm to fall off. But when they become adults, and they come to us with a adult form of the baby doll's arm popping off, um, I don't want to tire of being able to still be the soft place to fall. So, you know, now that the baby doll's arm has fallen off, what do we do? Um, What do you think we should do? What do you think is the best course of action? And so that is my thought just coming out of um, my shoe closet experience with the girls on yesterday. Um, That is one of the reasons why I created this podcast, because literally 
things like that happen on a daily basis where I know some people may be like, you're thinking about it too hard. But I I feel like as parents, sometimes we miss the joy in parenting because we miss opportunities like that. Very small opportunities that we've been given with our children that can speak to a greater depth within us and help us to not just realign our perspective, but to be sure that we are being consistent in the truths that we're communicating to our children in the priorities that we're communicating to our kids. And so I thank you for your time. As always, I want to close out this podcast episode with posing a question. And my question for you is going to be, how are you thinking about the next generation with what you're caring for now? And since most of us are moms, I'm asking, like, how are you preparing, you know, for your children to grow up and either take hold of, you know, some of the generational blessings, um, some of the generational mindsets, um, some of the successes, the things that um, you have been cultivating for them to be able to grab hold of? How are you Um, positioning those things so that they will be obtainable by your kids. Um, So I know that's a kind of deep question. Some of my questions are not, you know, all that thought provoking, but I think it would make for some good time to sit down with a journal and think about those things, or even in your prayer time, like asking God to help you to point out some things. Um, Within our family, we do a lot of speaking of affirmations. Come here, come here one second. So what do we declare about ourselves in the mornings? I am... I am I belong here. I am a I am brave. I can do all things through I can do all things through strengthens me. That's right. And so we're big on affirmations and that is one of the ways that we help to communicate to our kids that um, they have value and they have importance and um, that there are certain moments in time that are going to pull on what's on the inside of them. And so I just encourage you to think about it um, and to share with me if you have some, you know, ways that you have translated that to your kids. Let's have some conversation about it again on my Instagram page at the Twinning Mommy Chronicles. That is my handle. Or you can send a voice message through the Anchor app. Thank you for your time. Happy 2021 to each and every one of you. May you stay encouraged and uplifted and looking for those beautiful nuggets of lessons in your own life on a daily basis. Until next time. Mm